so glad you could join us for mornings at YCVC today. We want to thank you for being a part of our online family and we hope that this message encourages you, blesses you and helps you grow in your walk with Him. So let's get into the Word. We celebrate every day and we celebrate every Sunday, of course, Jesus. Uh, that's, that's why we celebrate. But it's also important uh, and, and, and special to gather, especially today, to celebrate Jesus' birth, especially, and all that that means for us. Uh, and I think, you know, you might, uh, often I'll see on Facebook uh, or things like that around this time of year, well, it's not actually his birthday, or he was probably born at a different time of year. Probably so. But I still think, what a great thing just to set aside a day of our year that's been set aside for centuries, for millennia, to celebrate that Jesus came for us. And so, uh, welcome once more uh, to this day of celebration. Um, We can throw out those slides. Thanks, James. Uh, And so, what shall we call him? Or what shall we call her is a question uh, that every parent has faced. Usually you face it before the day of birth, but you know, I, I know of some parents that haven't named their child for, for several days, weeks, even after the child's been born. But this is a question that every parent needs to answer at some point. Uh, and some who aren't even parents, haven't even met their, their spouse yet, have names kind of mapped out, planned out. This is what I'm going to call my first seven children. If we have more than that, uh, I will have to make it up as we go. But it's a question that we all need to answer. But it was a question that was answered for Mary and Joseph before uh, even uh, Jesus' birth. Uh, so the, the angel Gabriel appeared to Mary and said, You will conceive and give birth to a son and you are to call him Jesus. And so that question was answered for Mary up front. She might have had a lot of questions, and she did have a lot of questions about, well, how's this going to take place? Um, I, I'm not yet married, uh, and, and all of that kind of stuff. And, and, and what does that even look like, that this child's going to be the saviour of the world? She had lots of questions, but she didn't have to answer the question, what shall I call him? That was a small uh, piece of grace. I'm sure there's some uh, couples who wished that the, arch- the angel Gabriel appeared to them and gave them the name of their baby. That might have solved uh, much conflict uh, and, and, and much discussion. But Mary and Joseph didn't have to answer that question. The name Jesus, or in, in Aramaic, Yeshua, uh, which is where we get the, the, the name Joshua from, and even Josiah is very similar to that. In Greek, it's Jesus, which is where we get uh, the anglicized Jesus from. But this name is a significant name. And that's why it was such a common name amongst first century Jews, because they were hoping for salvation. And so Jesus means Yahweh, that's the name of God, Yahweh saves. And so Jesus was given a significant name. That question was settled for Mary and Joseph. But it was not the only name that Jesus was given. We've got this uh, advent calendar thing that's a series of cards and you, and you uh, peg them. Uh, with, Christy's got some beautiful ornamental pegs so they're not just ones off the clothesline. You peg them to a string up, hung up on the wall. And, and so every day of December you turn around a card and it has another name of Jesus, a name given to Jesus. And so the, the reality is that Jesus was his name or Yeshua was his name but he was given many names centuries before his life, during his life. And and even after his life, he's been given many names. And and so 
These names given to Jesus are like labels on the box telling us what he's about, what he does. I got this, uh, it's a Weber iGrill Mini this morning. And, and so what it does is it tells me through my phone the temperature of the meat I'm cooking on my barbecue so it can be perfect. And it says that on the box. It tells you what it does. And so these names of Jesus are, are names that tell us who he is and what he does. And so this morning, I want to zero in on these prophecies or some of the prophecies that the prophet Isaiah spoke about Jesus centuries before his birth. These weren't just names given to him. These these were words describing who it was to come that the the people of Israel were waiting for and whose fulfillment we live in today. And so I've already read this out at the start of our service this morning, but in Isaiah 7.14, in this situation where the prophet is talking to the king and Isaiah says to the king, choose a sign that God's going to deliver you and God will show you. And the king, in a false sense of righteousness, says, oh, I'm not going to test the Lord. Straight after the Lord has said to him, show me, show me what sign you want. And so in response, Isaiah says these words that speak not just to that immediate situation, but but speak to the issue that is faced by all humanity. And he says, therefore, the Lord himself will give you a sign. The virgin will conceive. That's pretty significant in itself. I don't know if you've seen that picture. Uh, I had a friend that used to have it on a shirt that said abstinence is 99.99% uh, effective and it has a picture of Mary holding, Joseph, uh, holding Jesus on the front of it. <laughs> the virgin will conceive, that's already a big enough sign, and give birth to a son, but here's, here's the real sign. And we'll call him Emmanuel. And so one of the names given to Jesus that's picked up in the Gospels, uh, that this is the answer to this prophecy, is Emmanuel. You can spell it with an I, you can spell it with an E, you can have fun with that all day. It doesn't matter. It means the same thing. It means that God is with us. And so one of the labels on the box of Jesus is Emmanuel, God with us. That is who Jesus is. He's not far off. God is not far off. He's not a distant God. That song that told you that God is watching us from a distance lied to you. He's not far off. He's with us. Jesus is God with us. And, and you might think, well, he's, he's gone back to heaven, so he's not with us anymore. But, but Jesus initiated the era in which God was with us. And so when he returned to heaven, he sent the Spirit not just to be with us, Jesus says, but in us. And so this sign, this label, this name of Jesus tells us that God is with us. He's not far off. He's not distant. He's not against us. He's not on the other team. He's with us and he's for us for all eternity. A couple chapters over, Isaiah, in the midst of his prophesying about the situation that Israel are in, again has this moment of speaking uh, way into the distance for them, but into the past for us and into the now for us. He says, for to us a child has been born. This is in Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6. So now it's not just this, this sign that somewhere in the, in the future a virgin will conceive and give birth to a child and call him Emmanuel. 
Isaiah, though this event hasn't taken place, is prophesying as if it was now because God is the God who calls things that are not as though they are. And so Isaiah says, for to us a child is born. To us a son is given. Jesus is a gift to us and the government will be on his shoulders. Amen. Amen. Regardless of, of what you may think about our present government, I am, I am confident and uh, at peace in the fact that really the government rests on Jesus' shoulders. And then he says, and he will be called. These are some more names. These are some more labels on the box of who Jesus is. And he will be called Wonderful Counselor. Jesus is a wonderful counsellor. We could translate the Hebrew here another way. Astonishingly good advisor. Mind-blowing leadership. Excellent guidance for life. That, that is who Jesus is. And, and I wholeheartedly encourage you, if you're in a season in life that you need to seek a, a human counsellor, then, then go and do that. But I also encourage you to seek one that knows the wonderful counsellor. Because Jesus is an astonishingly good counsellor. He's an astonishingly good guide for your life. He will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God. See, there's some good counselors out there, not as good as Jesus, but there's some good counselors out there. There's those who can give good advice, who can, who can talk you through the issues of life, but, but none of them are actually Mighty God. And, and this verse captures the enormity of the Christmas event that, that a child has been born, a son has been given. This is the story of a child. But in the same verse, Isaiah, centuries before the birth of Jesus, is saying he will be mighty God. He is able to save. He is able to deliver. This is not just any child. If any child had been born, that would be exciting good news. Just as we celebrate the birth of every child, that would be good news. And in fact, even in, in, in the situation that Israel were in when Isaiah prophesied, it would be good news to have the birth of a child because that would perpetuate Israel. You needed to have children to grow the nation. I don't know if they had an ancient baby bonus to encourage that, but, but that would have been a good news. But Isaiah makes clear that this child, this son that has been born, this wonderful counsellor is in fact mighty God in human form. He is Emmanuel. He is mighty God. He is wonderful counsellor. He is everlasting father. He is eternally God. That means that he's a wonderful counsellor. He's a mighty God. He's eternal. He, he will not fail. He's everlasting and so this comes in the context of Israel where uh, through the story of judges and then even through the times of kings, uh, 
the fortunes of Israel rose and fall, someone faithful would, would rise up and deliver Israel and, and everything would be great for a season of time and then someone else would come along or they would forget how good God had been and, and everything would just collapse in a rotten, stinky heap. Until someone else was raised up by God, until God heard their prayers and, and someone else was raised up to deliver Israel. And that would last for a while and then everything again would fall in a stinking heap. And so the prophet Isaiah says, not so of this one. Not so of this child, this son who is born. Not so of this wonderful counsellor. Not so of mighty God in flesh. He'll be everlasting. No other saviour is required from this point forward. And he shall also be called Prince of Peace. The Hebrew word for peace here is shalom. And so it's so much different to our English concept of peace. We think of peace as in there's no major conflicts right now. We think of peace as the absence of hardship. But, but this Hebrew concept of, pre, of peace, this this Hebrew concept of shalom is everything as it should be. It is all things as God ordains them to be, all things blessed and prosperous and well. We live in a nation that's ravaged by fire at the moment, and so that's certainly not peace, but, but our concept of peace is the fires are put out, which is fantastic, but, but God's concept of peace, this, this concept of shalom is communities restored, wildlife flourishing, vegetation regrown and National parks looking better than they ever had been. That's, that's shalom. And Jesus is the prince of that. Jesus is not just the prince of the absence of war and conflict. He's the prince of everything being as it should be. He's the commander. We could translate that word differently. The chief. The boss of shalom. And so when everything comes under his headship, that is where we see shalom take place. And so what shall we call him? For anyone who's had a child, they've faced that question. But, but the reality is we, we all face that question when it comes to Jesus. Every human being who has ever existed will one day have to face this question and so it's great to have the opportunity to face it today. What shall we call him? His name is Jesus. Is that just a swear word? Is that a name that's filled with the meaning that it was originally given, that Yahweh saves, that he's my saviour? His name is Jesus. He is Emmanuel. He is God with us. He is a wonderful counsellor. He is mighty God. He is the everlasting Father. He is the Prince of Peace. In Him, heaven has come to us to live with us. Amen. Thanks for joining us today. 
you head back into your week, we want to encourage you to stay in His Word, stay in His love, and stay strong in your faith. Don't forget to keep up to date with what's happening via Facebook, Instagram, or via our website at ycbc.church. See you soon.